Hey, this is Chris. Before we get to the show, let me tell you a little bit about Anchor. Anchor is our way of we record podcasts. Fantastic. Let me tell you why. It's easy. It's free. There are creation tools that we can record and edit your podcast right from your phone and your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on such um, providers as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast and so much more. Check out Anchor, and you can find it all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor, it's a fantastic way of creating your first podcast and making it work. All right, welcome to the Etcetera Podcast. And man, Paul, Joe, and I, we're basking in the glow, the afterglow of our appearance on Behind the Seal Curtain. It's the angelic coming, voices. Yeah. Well, believe it or not, it's coming. It's kind of like war, rumors of war. It's coming. Uh, <laughs> we announced a couple <laughs> weeks ago. Well, the plague of our show. I know, right? Yeah, which seal has been opened? That means that we will be on behind yes. the seal curtain, right? And we know so there's going to be some show. people out there see us on a show, be like, "It's a sign of the times." Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And Ugh. I gotta admit, you know, what I mean, and I'm gonna call on my Facebook friends. I'm gonna post this tomorrow. Well, I probably post this early next week, but I'm calling out the Facebook friends. I announced this beginning. This was a major milestone. Tag Paul. Tag Joe. We didn't get the likes. So sorry, people. This isn't made-up news. It's coming. And we're going to give you this Behind the Steel Curtain podcast, like it or not, America. Here we come. <laughs> there was a big objection. To keep us yes, right. despite your best efforts. You thought that if you didn't like my post, I would say, hey, why are we doing this? No, I'm doubling down our effort. I mean, we're going to make this a great podcast. So earlier today, we were, we were on like the-, the mushrooms I can't get to stop growing in my landscaping. Definitely. Right? Definitely. Right by where my car door is. Like, yes. Why? Am I <laughs> dropping mushrooms out there that's making them grow? It doesn't make any sense. Anyway, yeah, Chris, go ahead and tell them what we were doing earlier today. Right. Um, we were on. <laughs> yeah. All right. We're a little too keyed up. It's a 1030 podcast. <laughs> it's at 1030 at night. Not, not our old school days. We used to do these in the morning. Uh, yeah. So, Yeah. <laughs> We can talk about that later, but all right. So here's what's going on. Um, as we announced a couple weeks ago, we are taking our Steelers podcast to the Behind the Steel Curtain Network. This is going to be called uh, Steeler Power Half Hour, where we rank stuff each week um, to help what pre promo the show. I guess we got invited to appear on the um, Steeler Curtain Call episode of Behind the Steel Curtain. Uh, with our new friends Michael Beck and Jeffrey Benedict, I believe. And mm-hmm. my goodness, I, I'll tell you, um, you know, we were talking about this beforehand and we said, man, this is like appearing on the Tonight Show. You get five minutes or ten minutes. We were on for what? Half hour? Kind of felt like three and a half hours. You got a lot of Paul mm-hmm. Chris and Joe that night. <laughs> what did you guys think about that? I think it was 20 minutes to just to uh, be fair. A little not just under half hour. We came on at 35 minutes and it was just over an hour. 
Yeah, we're going to share the link so you can uh, bask in our whatever. I, I got to tell you guys, I mean, we, we've done the Sewage podcast for a Please year. Please don't bask in my whatever. Please. Well, well <laughs> I was hoping I was hoping for a nice, like, five-minute, hey, welcome aboard. We'll see you next week. 20 minutes. I was telling you guys, I'm throwing every funny line I've ever said, which probably was, what, two or three over a year. And I blown up content. I mean, you know, and, and they quickly realized that we were trying to be comedians. They're like, hey, say something funny. And I'm like, uh, I don't know. And I mean, stuff I promised Joe and Paul I wouldn't say. Holy freak, man. What was happening? It was crazy. Once we saw where it was going, it was I had to pull the trigger on it. It was like, all right, I'm setting him up. I know we're going to have to go there, so let's do this. We shared our entire backstories. <laughs> we shared uh, – you knew everything about me, Paul, and Joe in, in college. I mean, if you're ever sitting there going, "I let me hear Paul, Joe, and Chris's story, listen to that podcast. It's done. I mean, it's, we pretty much shared everything. I almost started to have to make stuff up if we got going any longer. I mean – Oh, what what night? But we're I could have gone into the deep vault of some college yes. moments that oh. still haunt me to this day. No, no, no joke. I got plenty of. <laughs> <laughs> and poor Michael Beck. Um, we found out later in the podcast. My goodness, uh, probably the most talk about Malone College on a podcast ever. Right. I mean, there was <laughs> there was a ton of Malone references, and I I well, felt uncomfortable. We just I, that was off of the air, though, right? That was just in chatting afterwards. Well, they asked a lot of questions about. Um, we music. just talked about college yeah. in general. Okay, and we, right. we, when we talked about being in the band uh, and playing for Chuck Knoll. Um, but okay. I don't think we mentioned the college at all until we were on afterwards, and then Jeffrey mentioned that he also had gone to that school after we did. Yeah, so four of that's, the that's exclusive content package. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Behind the scenes, what you <laughs> don't know behind is behind the steel curtain, behind the behind this what what? And we were wouldn't that be in front of it? Is that in front of the steel <laughs> curtain? Ooh, oh, that's deep. <laughs> deep. And we we want to develop these fans, guys. I mean, there's <laughs> to get right on the podcast, you pay money. And, you know, somebody gave a joke about how uh, Joe should be second chair podcaster. And we're, uh, we didn't get that right away, but somebody paid five bucks to say that. I, I yeah, was, we I, didn't get it right away, but it, it took me a second. I had to think about it because I was telling the story about how I was always the second chair in the trumpet section because Paul was the first chair. He could play so much higher than me. And... <laughs> So he would always get the first chair and he'd get to play all of the high parts. Um, yeah. And so they made a comment about that, but I had moved on in the story to other things and I, I didn't, it didn't occur to me. I was like, I don't know what we're talking about. Am I the second chair of our <laughs> podcast? Am I the second chair of this podcast now? I don't know what's happening. So, <clears throat> so one of the night, I wasn't sure what to expect. Didn't really know what to say. You know, sometimes you don't know what they're expecting. Apparently went through well. So thank you to Behind the Seal Curtain. Thank you to the commentators. I, I tell you, I was looking at the comments halfway through the show, and I'm like, uh-oh, if somebody says something bad about me, I'm going to shrink. I mean, I'll be like, oh, I can't take this anymore and leave. But people were friendly. They were nice. 
So hopefully that continues. So I don't know. There's good in the world. Yeah, it, it's very good. So, yeah, thank you for checking it out. And um, give us advice. Maybe you've migrated to the show because you want to check us out because we're going to have a show on Behind the Still Curtain. So we want advice on how to do well and succeed. I think it was a good first night. But next week, um, right after we record the Etc. show, we're going to record our first Behind the Steel Curtain podcast. And I want to tell you guys, I'm not sure if uh, from a note that we sent Brian, our first topic is going to be the five either Steelers personnel that's most important and indispensable to the team. So if you guys could send that to me, I'll compile them and we'll have a list to talk about next week. How about that? Okay. Fantastic. Um, should we mention? Yeah, let's mention this real quick. And apparently, mm-hmm. we got quizzed on this during the other podcast. So, this is kind of repeat information. But, um, you know, some big news for the Steelers this week. Um, they signed Melvin Ingram. And Melvin's one of those guys that's above 30. Kind of reminds you of JJ Watt. Uh, Melvin Ingram had some couple really good years. He's been hurt. But if he stays healthy, he's going to be good. Um, that's the big question. Uh, any thoughts we can start, Paul, on Melvin Ingram? Um, I'm I'm optimistic. Um, I'm not a hundred percent sold on Spillane still. Um, not a hundred percent confident with Alex Highsmith. I think they're both decent. Um, but I think anything we can do to either add competition or add a, a different look uh, to those positions, uh, I'm all in favor. So if he can bring uh, even just a veteran experience. Um, and if one of those guys gets hurt or if Devin Bush gets hurt or if Devin Bush throws a cat off a balcony, I, um, we, we've got some, you know, a, a little bit more comfort. Uh, he didn't do it. Sure. He just shared it. I know. It's not, that's not that much better, <laughs> but I agree with you completely. I, I like the addition uh, it's it's a guy who comes in with some some different experience than is in the room now, and any way that you can add another level of veteran experience from another angle, uh, then these young guys benefit from that, and I, I think that's a, a great addition. Um, he we may, he may not be the full time starter uh, to come in and take over the position, but he may be somebody who can add some some good downs and be somebody who's a good person to have in the locker room. So, Very good. And, you know, hey, you got to get talent. Uh, Steelers are believing that they could be a Super Bowl team this year. I'm not quite sure about that, but if they do, you got to get talent in. You got to take a chance. And, hey, they signed the guy, and let's just pray he's healthy. I mean, that's where I, I stay on that. And there seems I'm, to be a lot of rumors swirling that there's a couple of other people who may be coming, maybe signing in the next couple of days. <laughs> Well, and let's lead into this, and I promise you, you're probably thinking, oh, I'm listening for et cetera. I'm not listening for Steelers. We'll close with this note. Speaking of that, there's a roster space available because fan favorite Vince Williams retired. Um, Kyle, my thought on it, uh, and I mentioned this on the Behind the Steelers podcast, uh, Behind the Steelers Curtain podcast, because they asked us everything. I mean, we ran through every piece of content. I mean, maybe that should be a Steelers show. You know, just listen to the last half of the podcast. But, you know, Vince Williams, I, I love his leadership. I think he lost a little bit of a step. Um, you know, Steelers um, drafted Buddy Johnson uh, in the fourth round. You got to keep a fourth round pick unless he, he totally fails. 
And you got other guys. I mean, Melvin Ingram can move inside to rush the passer on third down. Um, you've got Ulysses Gilbert. I'm not sure if Ulysses is the guy, but you got to try him sometime. They haven't had a chance to play him. Uh, my fan favorite, Marcus Allen, who's a safety that they've tried to play linebacker. You know, he's still in the mix. Um, maybe Vincent and see he can make the team. I, so we'll, we'll see. Um, Paul, your thought on Vince? I, I think he would make the team still, even if just for his veteran leadership. Um, but I, I think you're right. I think there's obviously moving in the direction of youth. Um, he has lost a step. I, I think he's kind of one of those guys who's been on the team who, like Pouncey, like DeCastro, who are kind of more living on their reputation than their most recent performance. Um, not that any of them are bad, but definitely not who they used to be. And – yeah, I mean, I think, you know, my prediction is I we've got a shot at the playoffs, but I don't think we're going to make it. And, you know, to put yourself through all that with the hopes of getting that Super Bowl to come up short, um, you know, if, if that's his thinking, I don't blame him for saying, you know what, I'm going to just hang it up. Joe, what do you think? Well, I think uh... – <laughs> The things that I'm thinking is first off that I think it's probably something that has been discussed behind the scenes before today. Um, I have the sense that with uh, that either Vince Williams gave them a little bit of a hint that this is something that may be coming up and that's why they pursue somebody like Melvin Ingram or they go pursue somebody like Melvin Ingram and he starts reading the handwriting on the wall. I, I like to think that Vince may have said something to them uh, to give them a heads up, but um, one way or the other, the handwriting was on the wall and maybe his body's just telling him uh, as they're, he's prepping for training camp. We're, we're not able to do it this year. <laughs> we're, we're done. Uh, it's hard, just hard to say when the body says no, whether or not you want to get out on the field, you just can't do it anymore. Yeah, very true. So, again, that's kind of Steelers' thoughts for the day. Um, geez, guys, it's July. We the Steelers don't make news in July. We were counting on what between May Here they and are. August, <laughs> having nothing. And now, I mean, we're I mean, I'm refreshing my Twitter just in case they sign somebody later today. Who knows? Anything's possible. We're signing old guys. We got guys coming back and retiring. What's up is down. What's down is up. It's who knows what's going to happen. It's exciting. So check us out next week. Um, we're recording the show after our et cetera show. And Saturday at noon, apparently is D day when we're going to unleash the show on Pittsburgh and America. And you've been more so, right? so sorry, America. Yeah. Yeah. We're so sorry, America. <laughs> It's like we're unleashing a biological agent into yeah. the water supply. Yeah, it's yeah, true. We don't want to do this, but we got asked. It's all Brian and Anthony Davis's fault. I, I just it, it really is. Well, let's talk about some other stuff because we're the Xander show, and pretty soon they're going to say, "Stop talking about the Steelers on the other show." So, um, I got a couple things I want to talk to you about. Um, I'm going to switch up the order just real quick. Okay, I, I got a request from Paul. Uh, we, we kind of decompressed after our appearance. And Paul says, Chris, you got to tell me about National Ice Cream Day. So let's start out by talking about that. 
real quickly, here's my beef. And man, Paul, I, I love Paul. Paul's Paul's getting ready. It's like, you know, it's great, you know? Um, Paul's <laughs> ready for the story. Um, here's my beef. Um, why do we have days anymore? Okay, Christmas Day. That's cool. We've had Christmas Day for a long time. Thanksgiving, we've had Thanksgiving Day all, for a long time. But every day we have, okay, today is yoga day and taco day and wear a sweatshirt day or, you know, tomorrow it's national Sunday naked day. I mean, there was a day like that, believe it or not. <laughs> and we have all these days. It gets to the point where we're like, okay, what day should this be? We don't even know. We're just making up days. So we have National Ice Cream Day. We all love ice cream. That's all good. But why do we just have a day? It's a marketing ploy. That's all it is. They're saying, hey, it's National Marketing Day. I mean, it's National Ice Cream Day. Take your family. Get some ice cream. And why are we doing this? Because we're like, well, it's National Ice Cream Day. Who cares? It's not Christmas Day. Why are we falling for this crap? Any ideas? Why are we falling for it? I mean, we want to celebrate different things, right? But what we, we might be a fan of something or something is particularly near and dear to us, then you know, they want to have a a day, national talk like a pirate day or whatever. Uh Chris don't you just dare take day. Groundhog Day away from me. Right. But I don't think Chris can. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently some marketing bozo can make it National Ice Cream Day. I mean, Groundhog Day, that's been set up for a while. I mean, this is almost legislated. It's not federal holiday yet, but by George, it should be. Christmas Day, it's December 25th. We got Thanksgiving Day every year. Why do we come up with National Ice Cream Day? You know, hey, tomorrow is Pittsburgh Steeler Day. I mean, how you can do it. There's a place up? that you can request them. What? There's a well, website. Nationaldaycalendar.com or something. Yeah, but what you power do they them. have over us? We're, we're, we're making them into Congress. I mean, you know. You know well, I don't think they have, like, the enforcement of law. They're not days that people can <laughs> take the day off, necessarily. You but shall eat ice cream on but, but today is National Hot Dog Day. And National Junk Food Day, and so something called National Be Someone Day, and I have no idea oh. what that is. Okay, so you're gonna stuff your face with hot dogs, candy, and you're gonna be someone else for the day. I mean, no, like Be okay, Someone is about here? making a pledge to be the person to make a difference in a child's life by shoving hot dogs on the throat. No, the I think there. it's not connected to the other two things. Okay. Well, how do we decide what day? Project be someone. So there's a is a project. So like in this this website that I, you know, just sort of casually looked up here, uh, there you can request them, and you know, and they they can get named like this. So this project be someone organization requested to make July twenty twenty first national be someone day. Okay, what if I requested to be National Podcast Day? How do they pick who's that? Is it first come, first serve? Probably. Is it like a bribe? Like if I give more money, does it become my day? How about National Crispy Day? Why not? You know, I need to celebrate. I mean, like <laughs> tomorrow, if you care, 
is National Mango Day. And how did we figure this out? I don't know. Mango producers asked for it. What's this website called? National Day? Of- NationalDayCalendar.com. Okay. There are it's also of- National Rat Catchers Day. Yeah, they're a bunch of communists. Yes. I mean, and Hammock Day. We're, we're throwing around a horrible idea. You were mad about Ice Cream Day. There's one specifically <laughs> for vanilla ice cream. Okay. Well, ice I, cream in general but, is too wide. <laughs> vanilla's not a flavor. That's, yes, it vanilla is. Vanilla is just what holds other flavors. No, it is its own flavor. <laughs> Let's no. fight the... Tastes okay. like nothing. We are so divided politically where half the country thinks Republicans are horrible, half the country thinks Democrats are horrible. Forget that. Let's forget politics for a while. Let's unite the country and say this National Day of Calendar is 100% horrible. It's a load let's of lock, crap. Yeah, let's lock them up. You know, Forget the lock her up chance or whatever else is going on. That's because, right. okay, National Mango Day. Who said that? We have no idea. Somebody filled out a online form and some dude probably making 10 bucks an hour to be the marketing coordinator said, sure, why not? It's National Mango Day. And we sit here. I mean, my work, we send around the advisory each day saying, here are all the national days today is. And, yeah, they do it to create fun and have the coworkers laugh and talk together. But it's a crock. This whole thing sucks. <laughs> I just looked up my birthday, and it's National Seafood Bisque Day. Yeah, and where's National Seafood Day? Can't we combine these together? Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> and, <laughs> they need their own days. Don't even so how many, with that. How many days is your birthday? <laughs> I can't... How many of them? Is there an official uh, there's Bigfoot one, two, day? three, four, five. There's five things on my birthday. Is there five things each day? I mean, you don't have to look at all three. Uh, I'd say it's between... Well, that one has... A lot. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. That one has nine, but some of them are it's the third Saturday in October, or it's the fourth Tuesday of July, or whatever. You know? So some of them it doesn't occur on that day every year. It is it rotates sort of like Thanksgiving. <laughs> So is it it's like, always uh, on the third Thursday. So is it like our friends at our Steelers Podcast Network that says, hey, if you donate money, we'll read your stuff? Oh, maybe. That's probably what they say. Donate money can be national whatever day. We don't care. National day. Chucky the Notorious Killer Doll Day. See. <laughs> th- these are... We've argued over the past hour or two about what's the worst people in America. And we've thrown out some ideas. People that I don't want to mention on public. Are the worst people in America just because they like something? Well, okay. I mentioned some names behind the scenes that we shouldn't mention on the internet broadcast. It's going to be on the internet forever. Right. Um, Worse than any of these people who are all bad people that we mentioned off air. Mm Mm-hmm. We come up with National Mango Day. I mean, like, that's the worst person in America. I mean, sorry. (laughs) I feel at the very least there's other people doing worse things than than going to the effort of having National Mango Day. There are worse things. Joe, what's your what's your best National Day on your birthday? What's what's the top on your birthday? 
Uh, the best? I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's also National Kentucky Day. See, they're, they're trying hard. This is so ridiculous. I don't know why you need a national Kentucky Day. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't even make sense. Now, see, that's the national. Here's my, my birthday is the International Day for Preventing the Exploitation of the Environment and War and Armed Conflict. Top Whoa. that. Whoa. <laughs> Seafood bisque does not top that. How many other ideas are on your thing? Is there like 17 different days it is? Like, you know. You have an international uh, one? Mine stinks. I have an international one. See, this just this is it's awful. National Pharmacy Technician Day. Yeah, I mean, it's like youth soccer. Everybody wins, everybody gets a day. Let's give everybody a trophy. You know, everybody gets a podcast. I mean, it's just, it's, it's okay, all now, junk, here, Here's something I don't understand. There's National Food Day, and it's the same day as National Bologna Day. See, that's oh, bologna's just... not. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, does anybody manage the site? Like, are there I, workers? Somebody who... has to. Or is it just a bot? It says. Whether... Are we putting it? Are we putting it in? Are we doing the full John Oliver thing here? Are we? Do we have to put in for a Steelers Power Half Hour National Day? I guess so. I mean, all you have to do is probably fill out a form. We'll take it. Yeah, there's a seconds. form. Yeah, and you'll be you'll be there. I mean, heck, what, what's our premiere date? It's the twenty first that we're recording this on. So what? I'm doing some math. What's next Saturday? Is that the first? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, whatever next Saturday is. The 31st. Might as well. All right. You, you might as well just put that in. I'm sure it'll pop up on the site in 10 July seconds. July 31st. Sure, automatically pops in. Steelers power half hour. Yeah. It can't be that easy. There's there, there would be so many more. And there'd be like obscene ones. And people would just say national. Yeah, um, right? Bad word day. There'd be some. Be yeah. Yeah. Joe, yeah, this is insulting now. My birthday is also saxophone day. Oh, man. That's the worst. <laughs> Did Paul put that in? Maybe Paul arranged that. It'd be kind of crazy. Paul's <laughs> going to be celebrating saxophones? I don't think so. Hey, let's mention yeah. a couple of other things real quick. Um, Hey, we're based in Ohio, so we got to start sharing these Ohio stories. Um, in the Cleveland area. Uh, this is the Ohio story you want to talk about? Yeah, why not? This represents Ohio well. Well, listen to the behind the behind the steel curtain show where I kind of ripped every professional football team in Ohio. <laughs> Even some of the non-professional ones, really. I'll probably get kicked out of the state pretty soon. Well, maybe. And our, our friend Jeffrey Benedict had a I Hate Ohio shirt. What was the shirt saying? I can't remember. Worst Worst, worst state, state ever, or something like that. I can't yeah. promote that. I mean, our, our professional football teams <laughs> uh, are awful. There are fifty states. Yeah, mm. yeah. The, the <laughs> I don't know about bad. worst state ever. I mean, I like Ohio, just don't like the professional football teams. Is, is that fair to say? Mm-hmm. Is that going to sure. ostracize me? I don't know. But hey, and no surprise, this happened near Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it Lyria? Oh, Beachwood. Beachwood. Beachwood, yeah. Um, okay, so, you know, she took the Carrie Underwood song pretty seriously. 
Um, she Which is something much, you should never do, really. Right. Um, <laughs> I don't think she yelled it, but she said she let go of the steering wheel and stepped on the gas. Uh, she's trying to prove her faith. The, the car raced down the street to Beachwood. Was that what she was trying to do? Uh, that's what the story said. Mm, that's um, what it the, says, yeah. The car ran a red light, Ugh. clipped a car at an intersection, knocked down a utility pole, and took out several power lines before crashing into the house. She was traveling at more than 100 miles an hour. And unfortunately, uh, she's 31. She had 11 and a 12 year old with it. 11 or 12 year old, I yeah. believe. 11 or 12. <laughs> One of the two. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> um, uh, thankfully, no one was hurt. Um, they uh, took the girls to the hospital. How, how nobody was hurt. Good grief. Well, <laughs> and I, I don't Because it was beat to it at midnight. <laughs> yeah, no one's out. That's true. Um, and, you know, thank, I mean, I, I hate saying God anything to do, but, you know, thankfully... No one got hurt. I'll put it that way. Because especially with a kid in the car, hopefully no one got hurt. And thankfully that happened. What's going on? I mean, you know, there's a book I've read and with some of the political stuff that's been happening lately. Um, oh, what's what's the movie? I, I been, was checking this out the other day. Um, you know, there, there's a movie that came out that's talking about how you know, I love you, God, but you know, I'm nervous about your followers. Uh, you remember that one? Mm-mm. That one does not sound familiar oh, to me. Sorry. Lord save us from your followers. Um, ah. It's a book just talking about how, um, you know, it was written and produced by someone who's a Christian, but kind of critiquing the actions that some people take. And if you uh, buy into that movie, probably. This poor lady was one of the people that would say, hey, save us from your followers. You know, kind of strange. <laughs> uh, weird world we live in. Wow. I mean, I think this the story says it's, she was struggling with a lot of things before this happened. I think she lost her job and right. other issues. Um, can't speculate, but uh, yeah, that's not the way that it's supposed to work. I'll just say that I don't think that's uh, I don't think that is uh, an expectation that the Lord placed on this woman's heart. I think she was pretty deceived into thinking that this was a wise idea. Yeah, hopefully no one was giving her really bad advice. So it's tough. Hey, let's move on to a another weird crime story. So there was a woman who was um, accused of a crime and. Uh, apparently, they were looking for her. Um, a lot of times on um, police department Facebook pages, they're like, "Hey, we're looking for a suspect. Here is the, um, you know, description and everything." Well, somebody posted about a crime. The suspect actually answered the post and said, "Where's the reward money at?" And they found her. It actually was the suspect, and they arrested her about that. Man, how much courage does it take to do that? I've heard of these stories before. Like, this is not the first time I've heard about something like this. I feel like this is something that's happening <laughs> with with some kind of regularity where the, the police will post. And I don't know if somebody has a Google alert set up for their name or something like that, where then they comment on the police station's <laughs> Facebook post 
and then end up getting caught because they can tell where and when you posted. So yeah. It's kind of like robbing a bank and on your way out, they're like, you just robbed a bank. What are you going to do now? I'm taking my family. To... It's like... <laughs> I'm, I live in this apartment complex over on the other side of town. I live in apartment 17B. <laughs> Social media is going to be definitely solved. People, I mean, it's strong. It's powerful. You can put out information. There's a lot of good reasons social media could be used, but man. People are sure are dumb on social media times. Did she really think that she was going to be able to collect? Yeah, like, <laughs> or or maybe it was kind of like that's you chime in and that's what you say, like not you'll never know, catch me, coppers. Like you know, nothing like not like a she was worth like some kind of good reward money. Maybe there's a like, hey, you know what? What am I just? There should be like well, a bounty a, on my head. They they wanted her for attempted murder. Like so, yeah. it would be somebody that you would there would be a reward for. But I just want to know how much. I guess, like maybe if I uh, <laughs> if I stay out here longer and uh, the the price can go up and I can turn myself in and split it with somebody. You know, hey, you you turn me <laughs> in, we'll split it fifty fifty. Well, uh, no, yeah, I, get, I, I won't my attitude anymore on social media, um, you know, it's a great way of connecting with people. Um, you know, we use Messenger a lot to kind of communicate back and forth, you know, about podcast stuff and everything else. Um, sorry, I'm not posting that much personal stuff on Facebook anymore. You know what I mean? I, you know, if I want to share, I got to get all of you guys, like maybe the 50 most people I know best on a Facebook chat where if I want to, Say, hey, look at my daughter. She's cute today. I just mm-hmm. text that. And you guys can look and say, wow, what, what a great girl Chris has. And, you know, uh, comma back. You know, instead of posting on Facebook, people just go. But isn't weird. that how Facebook started in the first place? That's what it's supposed to it be. evolved into madness. <laughs> yeah. Like initially, all you could do was post photos. That was it. And tag people. That was it. Well, remember how Facebook first started? People were ranking the hotness of girls in college. So you post that picture. That was his other site. Well, Facebook. He, he did that one night and then didn't. It went crazy. I'll tell you. <laughs> I don't know how. So, but, but I mean, that was the origin, the origin story of Facebook, you know, as Face Match before it became Facebook. Right. So I. Yeah, I think this was this lady screw you to the police department. Hey, look at me. I'm actually commenting on your page. Well, that's what I usually see. If if there's a story about that, it's it it's more often, you know, some idiot dude, oh, you'll never catch me. And it's like we just did because now we know where <laughs> you are. Very you know, good. somebody who uh, you know drove drunk through the center of town and they post a thing. They're like, Hey, you know, I, I'm not coming in. Why don't you come down to the station and talk to us about it? Okay. I'll be there. Like, <laughs> What's in the pure for terrifying story. This is uh, from a South Jersey area. Um, and correct me if I'm reading this wrong. So a guy was trying to help his friend clean the house. He didn't double check the address. Apparently, the friend said, hey, my key's under my mat. You know, go pick it up. He went to the wrong address. And whoever the other address was, they left a key under the mat. 
So he came inside, cleaned their house. Now, thankfully, he didn't rob anything or damage anything. He just did a great job cleaning, but he cleaned the wrong house. I, I don't know. I, I like the story. Yeah, I saw the, <laughs> just the guy was interviewed on what, <laughs> what show he was interviewed on, but it just, yeah, they, they, um, they showed the video footage of the homeowner walking in like, um, why is everything clean? And he did a magnificent job. So props to him on that. Uh, and they, uh, it, it was all, everyone took it well. And uh, it was all, nobody got bent out of shape, but yikes. That, <laughs> but also maybe don't leave the key the under way. your mat. Maybe under <laughs> the mat is not a good place to leave your key. Yes, everyone is. Yeah. It's kind of, or under your pot in the front or whatever else. Just kind mm-hmm. of strange. And, and I think too, how terrifying would that be? I, I remember, oh man, I think in my early 20s, we were at our first place and we were looking for an apartment. And I walked in, I thought it was the office, and I actually walked in somebody's house. This was, a, I was, we were apartment looking. I, I quickly ran out. I was freaked out because, thank God, you know, they didn't have a gun thinking I was robbing the place. I just walked in the wrong door. I thought it was the office, it turned out to be an apartment house. And, my goodness, how scary it is. And this story talked about how this guy likes cats. He's petting cats. He thought, and he called and said, hey, look, I'm done. Come over and take a look. And I'm petting your cat. And the guy's like, oh, I don't have cats. How terrifying would that be for the guy in the house? I mean, I would just sprint out, just kind of really bizarre. You know what I mean? I don't have cats. Yes. <laughs> There's ghost cats, man. You got ghost cats. They can't be any worse. I mean, I've got two cats. I love them, but ghost cats can't be any scarier than real cats. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's the other thing, too. Okay, I appreciate honesty. I'm I'm always a fan of being honest. But the guy leaves once he figures out he's at the wrong house. He leaves a note behind. They went to the wrong home to clean and added his name and phone number. Okay, hey, honesty's good. I'm not saying you should lie, but the guy cleaned the house. It wasn't like he trashed the house or like maybe someone <laughs> said, "Hey, come over and trash my house." He's like, "All right, I'll go do that." He left it clean. I mean, why would he get in trouble? I mean, if he broke the TV, yeah, leave your name and number, I guess, but make it your angel. You know, be a guardian angel. You know, be like, well, hey, at, some. At the very least, he's informing the people about what happened. You know, like how unsettling would that be if you came home and your house was just clean and you never figured out why? <laughs> yeah, you may never sleep again. Right? Like how in the world? What is going on? I can't. Yeah, I wouldn't want to I'd leave. I'd burn the house down and leave. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nope. Ghosts what? clean my house. I'm out. <laughs> nope. 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 And now they know not to leave the key under the mat and all of that stuff. So, I, I mean, I think it's helpful to let people know exactly what happened. I'll uh, give you guys a practical example. Uh, it sounds like um, we got food one day, dropped it on our front porch from somebody. We had no idea who they were. There was no card or anything. I'm sitting here like, is somebody trying to poison me? What's right. happening? Mm-hmm. Uh, we tested the food. And no one, it was unopened. We're thinking, man, I don't think anybody did that. And I put a message on my Facebook neighborhood group going, hey, anybody else see this? And they're like, oh, it's a nice man 
Uh, I guess he had some nonprofit where he was giving away school food, excess school food that wasn't used during the year. Right. And hey, helps our family. Uh, we're a little tight this summer. So, hey, God brings interesting people. Um, but he didn't leave a note. And, you know, yeah, we were a little terrified at first going, hey, hopefully no one's poisoning us. But, <laughs> hey, he was a guardian angel. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, we did get a note from him asking for permission slip just to make sure everything was on the up and up. And I credit him for doing that. But, hey, if you never left a note, it's a guardian angel. That's maybe what the cleaning guy should have done. Maybe. It just maybe. left, you know? No, it, it's got to be an easy mistake because, I mean, the Amazon guy leaves our packages at the neighbor's house all the time. So, I mean. Yeah. And they get paid to deliver stuff. So, it must be an easy mistake. Well, I'm putting this out there. Um, I don't want to say my home address over a podcast, but you know, you can find me on Facebook and Twitter and everything. If I can vouch for you, come clean my house. I'll let you. <laughs> I gotta check you out, make sure you're not really a robber or anything, but hey, I'm down. Is that a good thing to offer, maybe, or I don't know. Offer somebody the opportunity to clean your house? Yeah, and you better clean my house. Don't mess anything up, don't touch anything. <laughs> Don't take my cat or anything, I mean, but you know, if somebody just, wants to randomly pay my bills, I mean, just, <laughs> yes, very, yeah, yep. Do chores around the house. I need a butler, you know. And I'll leave a list of stuff for you to do. You know, you I won't have to be home. It'd be great. So I don't know. I'll I won't hold my breath for that request to come to. Nah, me, probably so. not. I wouldn't. All right. Well, well guys, what a night. Uh, we released this earlier. Uh, a couple days before, we taped our inaugural Behind the Steel Curtain. Um, I, I'm looking at Paul, and I'm, I'm, I'm losing my track. <laughs> Sorry. I, I'm in my basement, and I'm like yes. four feet from the litter box, and the cat just did something unholy in there. So. Wow. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. What? You what were just saying it? how you didn't want anybody to do something to your cat, and then... This is how your yeah. cat has repaid you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Here's how I think the last hour or two went. Just <laughs> dropped the dookie. Oh, man. Man, this is content we could have used during the Behind the Steel Curtain podcast. Right? Where, Absolutely. Man, we, uh, we probably... <laughs> if we wanted to give the Behind the Steel Curtain listeners an opportunity to hear a little bit more is this of what our show is going to be like. a lot of this... Nobody's ever breaking into my house. Yes, there you go. True. You just there ruined you that chance. It's Make tough. a candle. <laughs> All right. Well, hey. Um, I have never thought once about the ways to solve my problems and had uh, make a candle be the answer. <laughs> <laughs> but, Paul, you did it, man. You're like in the dream over here. I'm making a candle. I, mean, I wish I could share this experience with you I more fully. I do not wish <gasps> that in any way. <laughs> These are reasons that we don't have pets in my house. <laughs> Very good. Um, let me check out no, one more. <laughs> oh, good for us. I mean, I'm not, I'm not smelling your cat. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's all good. I'm living a good life today. <laughs> oh man, I got All five right. kids. I don't need any pets. All right, <laughs> I'm doing a follow check to see if we got any mentions for 
for this podcast that we were just um, no mentions yet. So so we're pretty good. So oh boy, so far. pretending it didn't happen. Yes, <laughs> mm-hmm. very good. Hey, any other thoughts tonight, guys? Before we close for the evening. No, I'm looking forward to a mad dash upstairs to safety. <laughs> Let's keep on the line for a while. What's that? You know what else I think? <laughs> well, let's redo this podcast from scratch. How about that? Be great. Yeah, let's start over. All right. <laughs> well, very good. Well, hey, thanks again, guys. As always, we appreciate you guys being a part and those of you who listen to the show. Um, it's been good to be on this ride. <laughs> and the ride's going to continue next week. Should be fun. So, as always, for Joe and Paul, this has been Chris. Thanks for checking out the Etcetera Show. And again, let me say this real quick. Sorry, Paul, but I, I got a promo this. <laughs> you might be sitting out there saying, these guys talk way too freaking much about the Steelers. I don't care. I don't want to listen to it anymore. Do us a favor. Download our Pittsburgh Steelers Power Half Hour podcast. And have your friends do that, too. We just want the downloads. We want a high number for that. So can you help us out? It'll be great. So be fantastic. All right. Paul is losing consciousness, so we better take off before <laughs> we lose Paul. <laughs> we need him yeah. next week. So Yeah, definitely. So Let's fantastic. Enjoy night, everybody. Have a good one. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer. You know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was look, looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high-impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com. <laughs>